is the Notre Dame recruiting update. Mike, I like the headbang there. It is an exciting Thursday afternoon. We thank you guys for joining us for another update here. Another week uh, to you know kind of take you guys through the world of Notre Dame recruiting in a bit of a different studio here, trying to show off my, my Irish theme in the background. Mike, great to see you as always. And guys, we get into the show tonight. Please hit that like button for me and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so because you're going to want to get in those comments as well. We're going to be buzzing today about these recruits. And to get in the comments, you have to be a subscriber of our page. So be sure to do that. And guys, we love interacting with you through those comments and getting your questions on the show as well as we get into it. So be sure to get those questions in as we get further along today. And Mike, you know, kind of talking about some of the same guys this week. Really interesting wide receivers to talk about. You know, some athletes in this class as well. And, you know, as we get close to December, already now in October, this early signing period is going to be a big one here as Notre Dame tries to add some skill guys. Let's start. How, how's your week going? Um, you know, and, and Tayshawn Lyons, a wide receiver we focused on yesterday, kind of where I want to begin this episode of the recruiting update. Yeah, well, I'm doing great. It's been it's been a quick week because these weeks just feel like they've been blowing by, Trey. Um, the season is, what, third of the way done already, at least the regular season for, for Notre Dame. I mean, um, in the state of Indiana for high school ball, they're almost done with their regular season. They, I mean, they get done in, in October before playoffs. So things are, are moving along quickly. Um, man, you talk about signing. It's, it's, it's two and a half months away. It's, it's, it's crazy. No, and Notre Dame still got a lot of work to do, but I, I Trey, this is what our third, fourth YouTube show that we've, we've done live. And I feel like we're talking about the same few guys each week because I mean, we're going to talk about the big discussion points in the world of Notre Dame football recruiting, and they're pretty much all in the 2023 class right now. With 2024, it's it's really just about who's visiting. Those kids knocked out their – some of them knocked out their decision for the start of their junior season. Not many are going to do it during their junior season. They're going to have another big wave, obviously, in the winter, in the spring, and summer before the senior season. So really focused on 2023 and diving into the players that Notre Dame is recruiting um, in this stretch run. And I would say the theme, Trey, this past 14 days or so has been Irish trending positively for some offensive weapons. And you mentioned Tayshawn Lyons. That's a big one for Notre Dame. And he uh, posted a top eight schools list um, on uh, just yesterday on, on, on yeah Wednesday. And I, I'll pull this up so I can remember on it because I don't off the top of my head. Um, Tayshawn Lyons, top eight schools list, Notre Dame, Washington, Utah, Penn State, Miami, Oregon, Michigan State, Arizona State. To my knowledge, everyone, he's visited two of those schools. Uh, Notre Dame and Washington, both officially. Um, yeah, maybe he took a trip to Oregon at some point. About you know, th- again, this is just to my knowledge. Um, so, I like I like the Irish here still. I put in a prediction for Notre Dame to land him. I think a day or two after he picked up the offer in August, and still rolling with the Irish. He's had a big senior season, picking up more and more offers, and so you you know you've had Miami jump in here recently. You've had um, you know, Penn State offered this fall, Michigan State. And I would probably expect some more schools to offer, but um, this top eight was dropped. And Trey, I do believe that his decision will come, um, you know, probably later this month. Yeah, going to be a fun player to kind of follow here. Schools all over the country you just listed out there. 
going to be going to be fun to see kind of where he narrows it in here as, as we get further along in his recruitment. And, you know, like you said, it's amazing that we're already this close to that early signing day, really the day that's become more important in, in the world of recruiting out of those two signing days. And, you know, we talk about the, the wide receiver class a little bit more here. You know, how, how do you feel about this group? And, you know, if you kind of want to expand to just skill guys in general, what do you think Marcus Freeman has done the best here in you know, this true first year recruiting as, as the head coach? Well, talking about receivers, I think Lions per on threes rankings would be ranked the highest. So, um, this would be exactly what the doctor ordered for Notre Dame after signing just one receiver last cycle in Tobias Merriweather. You go get four. Um, and then kind of talking about school players overall, you have a running back in Dylan Edwards who could play wide receiver. If they get Jeremiah Love, who we'll talk about shortly, he could play some receiver. Brandon Hillman, who we'll also talk about shortly, he could play some receiver. So it's just all about offensive weapons. And I love this. Trey, I've said this a ton on our YouTube channel, so for folks who watch all these videos, I'm, I'm kind of apologizing. Um, but, like, I'm over the, uh, well, you you want this many guys in your room because, you know, if you take one less, it's not enough. But two, if you take one more, it's too much. I'm, I'm over it. Bring in the best guys, make the scholarship numbers work, and, and, and let the best man win. You know, the best one standing. That That's kind of where I'm at. Um, so bring in all these skilled guys in kind of just competition. Like that's, that's what I'm about. I was like, let's just have competition win out. Um, so I think we're kind of starting to see that trend a little bit. I mean, when we've discussed, um, in recent months, kind of the projected takes at each position, there's been specific numbers based on what my sources tell me. And then it changes at the drop of a hat because Notre Dame just like, Oh, we really like Brandon Hillman. Let's just bring them in. Um, so I'm really liking that kind of approach, Trev. I think it's a good way to go about it. And, you know, Brandon Hillman, some of these guys kind of come out of nowhere. So it's, you know, it's it's fun to see them get added to that list of names there as well. And uh, I'm with you. I think bring in as many skill guys as you can. And the world of college football is changing, you know, with NIL and the transfer portal, the way things are working. You know, who knows what your roster looks like a year from now compared to the class that you recruit here. So I, I agree. I think get as many skill guys as you can. And you know, let's talk about a guy that has a lot of different skills listed as an athlete right now. Brandon Hillman out of Portsmouth, Virginia, Churchland High School. Uh, you know, three star currently at on three, uh, the number four, 414 player in the country, but the number 18 overall athlete and, and the number eight player in the state of Virginia. Like I said, a guy that, you know, is certainly later here uh, onto the scene in his recruitment. And um, I'm not sure if we have the page pulled up right now, but 98.9% on his uh, on his recruiting predictor machine there. And guys, if you still haven't checked that out, please do so. Our on3.com RPM machine. Really cool tool we have here. And right now, like I said, 98.9 to the Irish. What's the latest uh, on the recruitment of Brandon Hillman? Yeah, and, and going back to kind of your, you made a good point there um, about the transfer portal and everything. I would also add in, you know, there's no rule. At least I think it's tr it's either going to be passed or maybe it's next year that there's no 25 man limits anymore. And of course, colleges were able to move around that with, you know, the the early enrollees and gray shirts, and so that was never really a problem. But that's supposed to be going away. So you know, you can sign 30, you know, guys, and 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 have and that's not even an issue as long as you're under 85. Um, but um, yeah, in terms of Brandon Hillman. Trey, that RPM is so high because of two big data points. 
the lone official visit being set right now is is Notre Dame. He's going to be on campus next weekend, so we'll um, definitely be talking about him in next week's show, um, as well as I logged a prediction um, for him to land at Notre Dame, I, and I did that yesterday morning. I'm a I, I had t- been talking to sources to all day Tuesday about it, kind of checking in to see if this would have been a good idea. And I was told yes. And then he picked up North Carolina. And that's a, you know, a, a, a pretty much a local school. Um, and he played his game for this past Friday night. Afterwards, he gets a, a, you know, North Carolina reaches out to him and says, hey, you want to come to our game tomorrow? So he ends up going to North Carolina last Saturday. So I'm a little bit like, mm, okay. Maybe, I don't know if I'm concerned about North Carolina, but I think they're definitely a school to keep an eye on. And Hillman told me he was really excited about Tennessee uh, when the Vols offered. So I would say Notre Dame, Tennessee, North Carolina, the programs to keep an eye on. He visited Virginia Tech several months ago before um, he picked up any scholarship offers. Um, so I, I am liking Notre Dame, though. Uh, taking the official visit in October, uh, the, the beginning of the 15th, he told me when I interviewed him, actually, um, I was like, do you, do you know about your timeline? And he says, when's the National Signing Day? <laughs> he was like, I was like, he doesn't even know what National Signing Day is. So I, I don't think that he's got like uh, any set plans on exactly when he wants to decide. But if I'm Notre Dame and this young man's on my campus, I'm trying pretty hard to not let him leave without giving them like a silent commitment. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, that's what I think they're going to do. And um, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd be a good one to get. I mean, his film is, he's so good. Uh, he is a, a, a really fantastic talent. Yeah. I mean, you know, a guy that all this is happening, I think really quickly for him here, like you said, getting that Notre Dame visit kind of last minute or excuse me, North Carolina visit kind of last minute there. And, you know, some competition down in the Southeast with Notre Dame, Tennessee and North Carolina, Big-time recruiter. I think I might have said commit. Just to recruit at this point, Notre Dame hoping that he uh, will become a commit at some point uh, as we move through the fall here. And, you know, being an athlete in this in this class, the position of athlete really opens the door to a lot of, you know, different options for these players when they get to school. What position do you see him playing right away at Notre Dame? And, you know, where would be a best fit for, for playing time for Brandon Hillman right away? Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating because I just don't know. I, I I can tell you the positions he can play. He can't. He can play some quarterback. Like I don't think he's going to be on the quarterback depth chart. But I think he'd be like a wildcat quarterback who who would have the option to throw the ball. Um, but that's not really a position. That's more of a gadget thing. You know, two snaps a game maybe. Um, I think he could play some running back maybe in a you know, scat back kind of role. I think he can play slot receiver. I mean, he's listed at 6'1", 190. He can play outside receiver. Defensively, I mean, how much bigger does this kid get? Could he play Notre Dame's rover linebacker spot, um, which is, you know, that linebacker safety hybrid? When he plays safety at the high school level, he looks fantastic. Um, which is a part of the reason of how he kind of blew up was getting that safety film out there combined with him being dynamic um, as a ball carrier running back. He could play safety. I'm sure he could play corner. He's just a very, very good overall athlete. Um, his coach speaks very highly of him. Um, you know, great family from, from what I know. Um, 
highly productive at the high school level. I mean, I know, uh, I'm sure Notre Dame fans watching the tape, which we do have on the screen for YouTube audience, is like, holy crap, look at that throw. I, I, I don't think he's a quarterback at the next level, um, but I know his coach really believes that he could be. So I wouldn't rule that out either, um, but he is just someone who is, is just too good to not take because he he's so versatile and he's such a good athlete. You know, he, I don't know. No ranking websites had him listed as a you know as a ranked prospect before he picked up these offers. I know on three um, ended up ranking him as a high three star, um, right on the cusp of four star status and number sixteen athlete in the country. Um, I mean, he's easily someone I could see you know as a four star prospect. As you know, we get more data on him, um, you know the measurables, see how his senior season. I mean, he could be someone who climbs the ladder and. Um, yeah, I, I believe he's from the Virginia Beach area. Um, it's just kind of a, it's been a, a hidden gem and, and now he's not so hidden. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, look at the tools here can really do it all. Be great to see, uh, you know, him get that shot at quarterback. But like you said, from, from what you hear and, and you know, how intelligent he, he sounds, maybe could try out that Rover spot there. You love the athleticism that you see here with Brandon Hillman. And I love some of these questions we're seeing already. We got Lauren in the comments, Jamie McNeil. Guys, keep getting those questions in for us as we continue here in the show. We had some earlier this week on our YouTube page as well. We're going to get to those in just a little bit. But before we do that, guys, I got to tell you about the best book out there right now. On shelves, the Notre Dame Leprechauns Game Day at Notre Dame, an officially licensed children's book that describes the beautiful pageantry of a Notre Dame football Saturday. Guys, this book follows the Leprechaun on an adventure from step off into the tunnel and onto Notre Dame's field as he leads the team to an Irish victory. It's filled with delightful illustrations that bring the magic of Notre Dame's campus to life. For young readers, this charming read aloud picture book is a celebration of true fighting Irish spirit and the perfect gift for Notre Dame alumni, families, and fans of all things Irish. All you got to do is visit www.lepgameday.com and enter the promo code BG22. You can see it on your screen right there, guys. BG22. Be sure to punch that in and you can get your very own signed copy of this book. Again, that's lep-game underscore day-dot-com here, guys. Enter BG22 to get a personally signed copy of the Leprechauns game day at Notre Dame. I think maybe my favorite look at game day, especially up there in South Bend is this time of the year, Mike, as we get into October, as we continue here in the fall, uh, you know, so guys get in that, that game day spirit and be sure to check out the Leprechauns game day at Notre Dame today. Mike Brown, uh, there, 2001 was a Leprechaun himself. So he can really, um, you know, recount that tale. And, and so it's such a great book to get in that spirit, like I said, and as you know, we continue to get in the spirit of this 2023 signing class and you know what it's going to look like here, skill guys wise, Jeremiah Love is a player that's gotten a lot of attention. A guy we've talked about, like you said, one of the the few we've been able to talk about here in these last couple of weeks because, you know, he really is on Notre Dame's radar. At this point, the 2023 running back, a four-star with on three, the number two player in Missouri, and the number five overall running back in the class. That RPM machine has got him at 94-7 in Notre Dame here, Mike, and, you know, a guy that they would love to add to this class. Another big skill uh, skill guy here in Jeremiah Love. So, all my days are kind of running together. Tracy might have helped me out. But last week, I want to say during this show, I was pessimistic about Notre Dame's chances. Yeah. Um, recruiting is a funny thing. Things can change quickly. 
pessimism can turn to optimism quickly. And that's what we've seen with Jeremiah Love. Um, you know, can't get into all of the details. I, I really wish I could. Um, but things have just shifted. And it's it's really been Notre Dame or Texas A&M for the past um, couple of months. Um, my cat is sitting next to me. Just just, just threw up. That's uh, Oh, man. This is great. Great live television. <laughs> you all right, buddy? And just trying to get all the attention here. Try not to have it on my foot. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it, it really has um, started to shift in, in a really positive direction for Notre Dame. Visiting next weekend for that Stanford game, which is a, a pretty big deal as well. Um, and how good would he be? We talked about all these offensive weapons, and he is – I think he's – he, he, I think he would come in and, and you can make an argument that he's the best pound-for-pound pound player in, in Notre Dame's 2023 class. Like when I got to see him a few weeks ago, he's absolutely outstanding. Um, so, um, sorry, my cat's kind of throwing me off a little bit here. Um, Real good. Hopefully but, this isn't a sign, uh, you know, for Jeremiah's recruitment. that uh, <laughs> you know, it's headed south now, right when we start talking about him there. But no. And, hey, it could be headed south, but it's a south bend. How about that, yeah, Drew? Yeah. There we go. And Jeremiah, you know, like you said, such a talented running back in this class. There's so many guys I feel like we've been talking about with, with this kind of firepower that we're seeing Notre Dame, you know, try to bring on board here late. With Jeremiah – you know, when do you see that decision, uh, you know, coming here out of St. Louis, Christian Brothers College? You know, what's kind of the timeline looking like for Jeremiah? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think with, with Tayshawn Lyons, Brandon Hillman, and Jeremiah Love, like I mentioned earlier in the show, we're seeing a shift of Notre Dame trending for these talented offensive athletes. And again, Hillman could play defense, but I, and I think this trend – I. I'm, I'm like a Notre Dame playing all three of these guys in the next month or so, Trey. Like I, 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 I've got picks in for all of them, so it's very public how I feel about the Irish to land these guys, um, and I, I, I like them all to happen here soon. Um, so I think Love could come off the board first of that trio. We'll see. He hasn't set any timeline, um, but I, I think he could come off the board first. We'll have to see. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting, the, the dynamic of this class. When we first got on the phone to to do this show, you know, you give me a rundown of the overall look and you said, well, you know, they have this in place and a lot of things in place, but there's still this skill guy they would like to add and this skill guy and, you know, some real big names that they still would like to add. We've been talking about him today. Does this class remind you of any that that you've covered in the past? And, you know, how do you think this approach is going to play out in the long run? Bring it on, trying to bring on, uh, get these commitments out of some of these skill guys here 
later on here in October. Love this two-parter question, Trey. You're great at your job. <laughs> first, I, I, my first class cover Notre Dame was 2020. Um, and, I mean, it's all been really good classes, but I think this one just from top to bottom, the, the, the offensive talent is so impressive. Now, I think it's kind of um, – the excitement has waned a little bit for Irish fans because of the there's there has a, there's no quarterback, um, but you got to remember, folks, that it's not just one class that plays out on the field. So you know Notre Dame signed a quarterback in 2022, Steve Angeli is my boy. Um, 2024 they got CJ Carr. Does he reclassify? Still, you know, still to be determined. I'm sure folks want to know who the 2023 quarterback is. I would love to know as well. Uh, I think Notre Dame would love to know. They are still working through options. Tommy Reese is out on the bye week. Saw some quarterbacks. Uh, Trey, you're going to have to help me reel things back in because I go on these tangents. But um, you know, the, the big thing about quarterback recruiting right now is two months until National Signing Day, everyone's committed. So you're either getting a committed quarter, you're trying to flip a committed quarterback, or you're taking some high ceiling, like a Brandon Hillman, but if he were a true quarterback, someone who just pops on the radar, you're trying to find that guy. So when you're recruiting these committed players, sometimes that can be a little bit more behind the scenes, if that makes sense, because it's a little bit more sensitive. So um, that's kind of the quarterback thought. Um, and then, oh man, what was your? Your, what was your question, Trey? You know, just kind of how you see this playing out in the long run, the, the way that this class is coming yeah. together with, um, you know, some of these skill guys later on here. So I feel very strongly about this discussion about trucker trailer. And again, our YouTube folks who watch us all the time have heard me and uh, Tim Hyde talk about this so much is, is your quarterback a truck who's pulling around, uh, pulling along people and making them better? Or is he a trailer who needs a truck to pull him along? If that makes sense. Notre Dame is, you know, who the quarterback is moving forward, like the Tyler Buckner and, um, you know, Angeli and Pine, what that position looks like moving forward is, do they take a transfer? Who do they get in 2023? It's very to be determined. But when you look at the players that will be around that quarterback with this recruiting class and what they're already doing in 2024, it's really exciting I mean, this was like, I think a lot of times we will, um, you know, as a community, just forget about who's committed because it's all about the next one. Think about this receiver class. And Notre Dame better battle to hold on to these guys. Um, Rico Flores is ready day one to make an impact at any of the receiver spots. Um, Jade Greathouse is the same. He's a similar player to Flores, in my opinion. Just this ready-made, um, you know, very good in as possession receivers, but can stretch the field as well and are just overall playmakers. Great house is a little bit bigger than Flores, but um and has that more physicality. I'd say Flores is a little bit twitchier as an athlete. And then Braylon James, who is not the most ready-made guy, but has the highest ceiling. So it's just very exciting. Tayshawn Lyons is kind of just a mix of of like a Flores. Um, and uh, and a James because he's he's got the twitchiness of James, but the steadiness and the consistency of a Flores. So you hold on to these three guys, and not to say that there's any rumblings of a flip for those guys. I'm just saying you 
you have to make sure that those rumblings don't end up happening. Keep those three and then add Tayshawn Lyons. It's a very exciting receiver group. We talked about earlier, Dylan Edwards can play some receiver. If they get Brandon um, Hillman and, and um, Jeremiah Love, those guys can play these offensive positions, receiver, slot outs, you know, uh, running back. They can do all these things. You're just getting a lot of talented players. Jaden Lamar, um, a Notre Dame running back commit. He's visiting some other schools, but still committed. And if, you know, he ends up with the Irish, that's another uh, big time back who's one of the fastest players on the West Coast. So it's just a very exciting, talented um, offensive group, the tight end position, Cooper Flanagan's one of the best in the country. So just overall, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting class. Um, and, uh, I mean, Notre Dame's recruited well at running back lately, picking it up at receiver. Notre Dame's obviously tight end you, and then the offensive line, um, kind of take, takes care of itself a little bit at Notre Dame. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a good offensive class. And I think if you're a Notre Dame fan, you got to be really excited but I do understand if your excitement's a little bit tempered because there's no quarterback. Yeah, you know, it can make you a bit nervous, but it's enjoyable to be able to talk about this many skill guys regardless of that. And guys, you're going to want to check all this out at blueandgold.com. Go join us today over there. A lot of great content covering all this stuff. And of course, the team as well as they continue in this 2022 run here. And we're going to continue on and get to some of these questions now, Mike. I know you have a few starred here in the comments, but I'd like to start with one. Uh, that we had earlier in the week, uh, kind of going back to Brandon Hillman a little bit here. And I know he mentioned that they're open to him, you know, playing to both sides of the ball. It's something we talked about a little bit earlier on, but, you know, how would you rank the likelihoods of each of those? That question coming in from, from Logan Jurgens. So I think Logan said, um, is quarterback, running back, receiver, DB, how would I rank the likelihood? Um, I'd probably say receiver running back. I would just kind of put together. And again, this is very much to be determined. If he commits to Notre Dame, I still don't think they would know for sure. And then it, it wouldn't be a thing of to like after he signs or when he gets there, like Reese and, and Golden would have to sit down and talk it over. Like, so um, it's really just my opinion. I would say receiver running back is kind of a 1A, 1B, followed by DB, um, which on tape, he just looks so good. He's so physical and aggressive as a safety. And then I put, if you're talking about a true quarterback, I'd, I'd put that least likely. Um, but you know, if you're talking about wildcat quarterback, yeah, it could happen. But um, yeah, just, just not as likely as the others. Yeah, I'm with you there. Would be fun to see, though, a little, little bit of a change up for Notre Dame's offense, get a, a chance at Wildcat, perhaps. Uh, as we move over to our comment section here on YouTube, and guys, continue to get these in as we roll through them here. This one from Jamie McNeil. Is there a portal, portal quarterback that uh, that makes sense for Notre Dame next season? Anybody that, that they're looking at at this point? Are, are players really hitting the portal? Like the, that many like quarterbacks of Notre Dame's caliber during the football season? I think those things happen after the season. So, Jamie, I mean, if there's portal QBs that you know, I, I don't know about any portal QBs that are Notre Dame caliber right now. So that's very something for after the season. Um, like, let's – and that season is coming when it's January and players start hitting the portal and then every single player who hits the portal or people on our blue and gold message board are saying, hey, this guy entered the portal, we're going to get him. And, you know, 
the, the Irish will, I'm sure they'll add some players in the portal, whether they take a quarterback is still very much to be determined. Um, like, let's see how Tyler Buckner recovers. What does Drew Pine do the rest of the season? Does Steve Angeli play? And if he does, how does he look like there's just, who does Notre Dame get at 2023 and, um, how ready would he be to play early? So it's just very like, let's just kind of wait and see. Yeah, it's certainly up in the air right now. The portal buzz, always a lot of fun. I know it's it's extra enjoyable there on the message boards. And let's let's jump over to some message boards questions real quick. Irish fan eighty eight wants to know: Can Notre Dame get Peyton Bowen to shut it down during his next visit, or is he going to go down to the wire here? So I spent um, you know Friday seeing Peyton Bowen. Got to talk to him. Marcus Freeman was also there to see Peyton Bowen. I would like to think I was the the most high profile Notre Dame related visitor, but you know, I guess Freeman and and, and safety's coach Chris O'Leary just beat me out by a hair. Um, but um, you know, in, in talking to him and did a video on that early in the week and tons of written content about Peyton Bowen. So head to blueandgold.com and check it out. Um, but I think this is going to go down to the wire. I think he's just enjoying the recruiting process too much and. Like, why shut it down? Like, I, I was sitting in a room with him and his brother, and I asked them both. I was like, do you guys have any visits coming up? And they just kind of looked at each other like, nope. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're going to Notre Dame for the Clemson game? They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to that one. <laughs> because, like, OU and A&M, they're just – they're drives. So they just kind of figure this out, like, a couple days before the game. Like, so there's not, like uh, – unless they're keeping things very coy. Like, they just kind of decide things on the fly because they're just having fun with the process. So I, I, I don't expect him to, um, you know, shut this thing down anytime soon. I think it's going to go down to the wire. Yeah, it's going to be another exciting uh, commitment to follow there, Peyton Bowen. Highly touted. And let's get one more question from the message boards before we jump back over to the comments here. Tofuzz would like to know, is there any chance that Hillman is the next Avery Davis? Do they start him at quarterback before trying to find his true position? I know we talked about this just a minute ago, but, uh, you know, is he the next Avery Davis? And, um, you know, your thoughts a little bit further there on quarterback. I mean, if I could see – I mean, this is – I don't know. I, I, if they really bomb in 2023 quarterback recruiting and they say, all right, let's just have Brandon Hillman be that guy for us, let's have him be the 23 quarterback, then maybe – um, I don't know, maybe he gets to Notre Dame and they just say, Hey, what do you want to try out first? And he says, quarterback, maybe they just say, okay, you know, you can try out quarterback, but you know, if it doesn't work, we're going to move you elsewhere. And he's, and he's, if he's fine with that, then you do that. But, um, I don't think so. Uh, it's just not the most likely scenario right now. But as we talk about in recruiting, these things are very much subject, subject to change. Um, but the, from, from what I'm told, there's, you're not an expectation for him to be playing quarterback in Notre Dame. Yeah, no doubt. We'll uh, we'll get back over here to YouTube and let's go to Wicked Bronco Productions. Love seeing Wicked Bronco in here, uh, an, an avid follower of the show these first few weeks. And he wants to know Avery or Jackson Arnold flip chances. And again, I, I love this profile picture with the, uh, the split helmet, but uh, you know, the chances are on Jackson or Avery. I, I've seen people ask about Jackson Arnold flip. Is this coming from somewhere? Like, I don't know if some reporters putting out in the universe that Jackson Arnold could flip to Notre Dame, that would be a surprise to me. So that one's slim to absolutely none. Um, 
Avery, I've, I've used the quote, Notre Dame is shooting their shot with Avery Johnson, the Kansas State commit. Um, Notre Dame was able to easily flip Dylan Edwards from Kansas State. Um, Edwards and Johnson are very good friends from what I'm told. I, I believe, I mean, Notre Dame would love to have Avery Johnson in the class, um, but the likelihood of that happening, is, it's, it's, I, I think it's... Um, I mean, I'm not going to put a percentage chance on it because I, I would just say 50 50 because I can never really be wrong. I, I, it's just less likely to happen than it would be to happen um, at this point. But like I said, Notre Dame is, is still working on it. Yeah, no doubt. That's Avery Johnson, uh, the, the quarterback there in high school, not the former NBA a legend. Yeah, and head coach I, well. yeah, I, I just want to add like, I'm not hearing much positive buzz that it's going to happen. Um, but I, I, it would be something that Notre Dame would like to happen. But in terms of how likely, I, I really don't know right now. Yeah, you know, I feel like you can always get into the weeds when you talk about potential flips and, and guys that, um, you know, you'd like to see in that realm. But Avery Johnson, a chance there. Uh, and, and thank you for the question again there. Jackson Arnold, uh, maybe not looking extremely likely or, you know, even the buzz is out there at this point, but uh, maybe it was a dead spin article or something. Let's get on to Catfish Kelly's Dirty Plunger. Uh, quite, quite the name here as well, Catfish Kelly. Uh, do you think that Notre Dame can get Kyle McCord in the transfer portal when he enters, if he enters? Sure. <laughs> sure, I guess. I love it. Let's... Sure. How, how about sure? That's all I got. I mean, I mean the 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 what if on the transfer portal stuff. I mean, how the heck am I supposed to know, guys? I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I love Do you it. think sure? I think they could. It, it's you know, it's it's all speculation at this point, guys. Uh, there's you know there's no need to to dance around here on some of these guys, but um, yeah, you know if it uh if it gets you excited, why not? We'll keep an eye on Kyle McCord He's here. Another classman. All right, he was in the 2021 class, I believe. So, I mean, I know Notre Dame is, um, you know, it's not easy for them to get an underclassman, but so I would, I would say that, but otherwise there's nothing to talk about here right now. Yeah. We'll keep going to work uh, there in Philadelphia. And I think we can give Catfish Kelly the, the name of the day here on our show. And guys, we'll give you a chance to get in any last minute questions as we begin to wrap it up. But Mike, uh, just kind of your closing thoughts on, on this first week of October and what you're looking forward to the rest of the the week here well i got a early flight just like i did last week to dallas got an early flight to detroit um going to see cj carr um noting quarterback commit the 2024 class excited um he's been on an absolute tear here recently um i'm gonna pull up his stats real quick is in an article i actually wrote this morning at blue and gold um they have scored over 100 points in the past two games his high school team um, nine touchdowns, zero picks in his last two games, th- completing 31 of 37 attempts. Um, so he's been on a roll, but the competition hasn't been great. Now he's playing a team that's you know, four and two on the season. So looking forward to seeing um, Carr. This is my first time um, getting eyes on him in an actual game before it's just been camps. So um, this should be really good. He's a, just a, a clean, um, smart thrower of the football it just makes it look easy, more athletic than you'd think. So we'll have a, a lot of good content on CJ Carr. I'll have a, a written, um, you know, kind of game report on Saturday morning that I'll publish, and then Sunday afternoon I will write up a um, 
you know, like a an analysis um, with video that I took from the game as well. Um, so folks can check that out. But really looking forward to that. Um, and I'll also add in um, Thursday night's Lucky Charms article. I'm going to write about um, recruits who will be in Las Vegas for the game. Now, obviously, it's not a Notre Dame home game, but recruits can still go to it. Um, so I'll kind of have details on that. And it's actually a pretty good group, um, believe it or not. So um, definitely some good stuff to check out this week at bloomville.com. Yeah, guys, go check that out. Be sure to, to join the page and subscribe to our channel again if you haven't already done so. Mike is going to have all kinds of content out on the website side, along with the rest of the great staff. And we're going to have so much content on YouTube here as well. So be sure to, to join in on it. Um, you know, Mike getting back on the road this week. What's your what's your favorite airport? You've done a lot of traveling, obviously, oh. always traveling. What's what's the best? Sometimes, Trey, you just ask me the best questions that I feel very passionate about. Dallas Love Field is the best airport in the world. Now, Tampa has an argument. Tampa's outstanding, but Love Field, I – it's just, oh, I love Dallas Love Field. Maybe not so much Dallas Fort Worth Airport, um, but Love Field's amazing. Tampa's amazing. Um, I love the Atlanta Airport just because you can fly anywhere around, you know, nonstop. Um, let's see. People hate on Newark Airport in New Jersey. I've always liked going in there. Cool airport. Fly um, right over the city coming in. Yeah, I've always liked Newark. Um LAX is a lot, but I, I, I've and I've only been to LA a couple times, but um, LA is, is is good. Um, yeah, that, that that's that's the rundown. But Love Field is the best. Man, man. I didn't even know there were two airports in Dallas. So I'm going to be honest with you. I need to check out Love Field next time. Fifteen minutes apart too. So, <laughs> Thirty minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. We could do a podcast on airports uh, at, at some point here. Break it down. Actually, South Bend takes the cake. South Bend Airport. Is one of those. It's like your your flights at you know seven o'clock. You, you you get you pull up at six thirty and and you're at your gate mm. at six thirty one. Um, so I do love the South Bend Airport. It holds a special place in my heart as well. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. If you can find the little airports, everybody says find a Burbank. If you're going to Los Angeles, not into LAX. That's our tip of the day here yeah. as we wrap it up. Uh, but Mike, great uh, great as always to join you this week and, and talk Notre Dame recruiting. We're gonna be back next week, guys. Same time here to. To, to go further into this month of October. But until then, like I said, be sure to hit that like button one more time on your way out. We'll see you next week, guys. For Mike Singer, my name is Trey Yanity. This has been the Notre Dame Recruiting Update. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.